This episode is sponsored by Luminous Creative Agency. Headquartered in downtown Providence, Luminous works with businesses and organizations to enhance their marketing efforts by developing high-quality creative content, such as video, ad campaigns, design, branding, and more. You can learn more by visiting Luminous.agency. That's L-U-M-I-N-O-U-S dot agency. back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the Ocean State. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, guys. We are very excited for today's episode. We are rounding off the Who to Watch series with our very lovely sponsor from Narragansett. We are chatting with their CEO, Mark Hellendrung, today. Um, he was super interesting. Um, he has a really cool story about um, how he got to Narragansett. Um, he worked for Nantucket Nectar, which to be honest, I think while I was in college is the only beverage I ever consumed. Yeah, he has a he's like working <laughs> with a, a heritage of uh, local drinks. Yeah, which is like really his cool. Life's mission now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Whether he meant it to be or not, <laughs> he um has some really good advice. Um, he uh went on a journey to get here to get you know back. He's originally from sorry that was like very roundabout way to say he was originally from Rhode Island. He left for a little bit to work with Narragansett Nectar. I mean, sorry, um, Nantucket Nectar. If he came back um, to his home state, he's um, originally from East Providence, but now resides in the East Bay. Um, he loves being here. That was kind of how he ended up at Narragansett because he knew he wanted to be in Rhode Island, which was I thought was really cool. Yeah, uh, it was uh, pick up. Pick a place to live and then a place to work. Yeah. Don't pick a place to work and then be forced to live there was kind of the way he ended up with it. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. And we obviously don't really talk about the party during the episode because this episode was recorded quite a few um, weeks before we had even started planning it. Um, but he was crucial in the planning and the organization of us having our party at Narragansett. So we are super thankful to Mark. He was so lovely um to get to meet i was a little intimidated obviously because he's like the ceo of this huge narragansett is huge it's worldwide um it's a big company so i was intimidated but honestly he was so friendly and um was so easy to talk to so i had a really great time yeah agreed uh and uh, just uh shameless plug time uh one more um <laughs> Rounding off on the party, which is rescheduled to April 26th on a Tuesday. And you'll notice this is the second time I said it slowly because I look over at Sasha and then she mouths it. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I got the date right. Uh, And that's at Narragansett Brewery uh, in Providence on Tokwatton Street. Um, It should be uh, a good time. Uh, It'll be hopefully a little warmer out we can mm-hmm. open up the bay doors we can enjoy the weather let yeah. the breeze in um and really take an opportunity even though it's going to be a little further away than we expected it to but take the opportunity to um really celebrate the honorees in the way that we want to so i think it should be a great uh, party and i'm hoping everybody uh, buys a, buys themselves a ticket and yeah and over. and as well um or as along with narragansett we have some other really great sponsors for that party including jaywoo we also have little sister who will be making really great treats we have um Rhode Island Cruise and Cocktails, who will be serving up some cute custom cocktails, which I or may not know what they are. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't know. I'm not telling anybody. Um, we have Rick Entertainment. We have um, some uh, Becky from Balloons by Becky, who's going to be doing like really cool balloon arches, photo booths. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, so many have, fun all, things. All kinds of good stuff. So it's going to be a really fun party. Um, like we've said in previous intros, uh, the ticket sales will be open. You can find links to them on our websites. Uh, it's right on Eventbrite. You can search it on Eventbrite. You can go to the link in the bio of our Providence Monthly Instagram. There's plenty of ways to find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the sales will be open from now until the party. So uh, you don't have to rush right out and grab some. But as soon as you have a couple extra bucks, you want to grab yourself a ticket and reserve your spot. Um I can almost guarantee it'll sell out, so you might as well grab one when you can. Totally. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Grab a Gansett and enjoy. Grab yourself a beer. Enjoy your work. Good. Hi. Hello. Hi, oh. neighbor. I should hi. say hi, hi neighbor. neighbor. Yeah, hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> want a Gansett? Did I say that right? Is that Have right? a Gansett. You were close. Sorry. I was That's cool. okay. I was close. Um, how are you, we- Mark? You. It's great to have you here. It's great to be here in Warwick. Is this the pilgrim section of Warwick? Probably. I have no idea. I think so. Are you, where do you live now? I live in Middletown. Oh, okay. So is Middletown, Middletown is East Bay, yeah? Yes. Yes. Okay. There's this thing about me. I'm I'm very like. West Bay? La, 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 la. (laughs) And I never knew that the East Bay was like a thing. Yeah. Like its own region. Like I thought. I had a name. Absolutely. I I thought East Bay was considered Southern Rhode Island. Yeah. Like, so like native Newporters, you got to like pack a lunch if you're going to Winsocket. Yeah. yeah exactly. it's So did you, so you're, you live in Middletown now. Yes. But you're from East Providence. Townies. Townies. That's so funny. My, my, uh, my parent, well, my dad and his family grew up in East Providence. Well, in Rumford. Yes. I grew up in Rumford. You grew up in Rumford. Yeah. Okay. So why do you say East Providence? Isn't that like the, isn't that like a cardinal sin? Because it's colloquially known. No. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I usually start up here at the top and work my way down. <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. Know. Well, I yeah. feel like anytime, like any of my cousins, I'm like, oh yeah, they live in East Providence. They're like, we live in Rumford. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not that serious. It's just a town. It's yeah. not, it's not that serious. I mean, I was in uh, Slatersville, which is part of North Smithfield. Yes. Oh boy, that's, that's confusing. Things. Very tiny little. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm from Slatersville. And they'd be like, what? Where yeah, else? there's a nice little waterfall there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. where the Slater Mill was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Well, one of the Slater Mills. Right. Not yeah, the like, real one. Not the one that everybody right? talks about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pawtucket. But yeah, like my house was on, on the main street where there was a Slater Mill. And like my uh, house that I grew up in was like one of the houses that uh, all the workers lived in. Yeah. It was like kind of that area. So that's too confusing for my brain. I just need like one town. I don't, yes. I, I can't remember all these other things. Yeah. Um, what brought you to Middletown? Like what made you decide to live there? I got married. I, ah. met a, I met a girl from uh, Newport, and I was oh. actually living in Boston at the time. So then uh, I'll never forget. We so she had an apartment on um, just off of Thames Street on Spring Street. We got married, and uh, we bought a house in Middletown. And she literally cried the whole ten minutes there because she didn't want to move to the country. Oh no! <laughs> was, uh, yeah. Oh was, man! Yeah. So it was. Uh, it's it was, a big transition. It's, it was huge for her yeah i mean i can't i the country it it is well so in boston were you in the city yes i moved um pretty much uh i don't know i had probably five or six different apartments over the years Mm. and then uh ended up in um watertown and uh okay newton center so you graduated from brown Mm -hmm. um what brought you like what was your trajectory after brown because I, I know you've, like, I'm just looking, I want to know your journey from, like, growing up as a townie. Yeah. Going to Brown, going to Boston, and coming back. Yeah. And so then ending up where you to are. To Fox now. Point. I know. Yeah. It's it's really a homecoming of, of uh, on many levels. Because I, I actually, uh, so I was born in Chicago. Oh. And uh, my dad got promoted out here. And he, uh, so our first, we lived in an apartment on Gano Street, mm. literally, like, 
a half mile from uh, where the brewery How is. How weird now. is that? It's really weird. Yeah. So, uh, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So after, uh, so I moved to Boston after Brown and uh, was working for KPMG. Mm. And uh, that was uh, a great learning experience, kind of boring. But, um, and then uh, my two uh, college buddies, Tom and Tom with Nantucket Nectars, mm. uh, needed some help. And I joined them and was there for like eight years. And we were originally in Watertown. And then we moved the offices across the river over to Harvard Square, which was just awesome to work in such a like vibrant, lively, oh, definitely. lively place. Yeah. What were you doing at Nantucket Nectars? So uh, I started in finance and at the end, um, I was basically, I was president. I was running the company. Oh, so, oh that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Did you get to make any flavors? Like any new flavors? I got involved a little bit, mm. but uh, uh, Lorianne Brosser and mm -hmm. uh, Chip Ford actually did that. Oh, with cool. Tom first. Yeah. Did yeah. you have a favorite? Was Chip, there Chip Ford is a great name. <laughs> right? It is. That's a pretty good a great name. name. Chip Ford. That is a, I wonder if his real name is Charles. Isn't isn't Chip like a short for Charles? I think it is. I don't know. It's kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. I like Chip. Chip on the old block. I like yeah. Chip though. Chip Ford is a good name. All right, yeah. but I got to know your favorite flavor. Your go-to. My favorite flavor was Grape Aid. Oh. Yeah, it's a very, um, very drinkable, not too, because we, we had a bunch of juices that were... Um, pretty high juice uh, percentages mm. and that was uh, super refreshing on a hot July day. I, so I'm a, a type one diabetic mm -hmm. and who goes into lows a lot. And I will never forget this. Uh, I lived in Alston in Boston when I was going to college. And for whatever reason, every time I got off the train, my blood sugar was low. And there was a little convenience store like right at my stop. And I would always get Grape aid. Is that like, right? That flavor. Yeah. yeah it's so that? funny that we you have said that, in that. Because I love, and even now as an adult, I love grape juice, but I will never drink it because, yeah. like, I'm not going to buy a whole grape juice yeah. and have like one tiny sip of it. But yeah. it, you can have that flavor, that like little refreshing flavor. And I also got peanut MMs. Ooh. For my, so that combo was like the blood sugar yeah. when it was grape low. Grape aid and peanut MMs. Heck yeah. That's, that's the diet of a college better? girl. Yeah. <laughs> It was a uh, deep insight. You know, yeah, you know, it was it was cool. Still better than me. I would have been like Mountain Dew and like gross. I don't know, a candy bar in yeah. college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta make your your way out. Um, so after Nantucket Nectars, oh, I said it right. It took me like eight tries to say that right before I got here. Um, what brought you to back to Fox Point to to Narragansett and to Providence? Well, so um, I was actually. Uh, I had some great advice from uh, we, uh, a professor at Harvard Business School did a um, case study on Nar uh, Narragansett. I always say that. Nantucket Nectars. Mm. And um, I had – so Snapple ended up buying Nantucket. And I had a great job offer to go to uh, – with the company in White Plains, New York. And he said, man, I didn't really want to go. And he's like, figure out where you want to live and then work will kind of sort mm. itself out. And And it turned out great advice for me. So – uh, my wife and I, we had one child at the time, I think. And um, so we stayed in Middletown and I was kicking around doing a bunch of stuff. And um, one was uh, I was working with Alan Newman, who started Magic Hat Brewing Company up in Burlington, mm -hmm. Vermont. And so I was commuting up there. And then uh, I, I I just love beer. And, and one evening I went into uh, Cappy's Hillside Cafe in Newport right up there on uh, Bellevue and we were drinking, uh, drinking beer. And you got to remember, this is like 2004 before like the real craft. Beer craze. Yeah. The boom yeah. Happened. Mm. So 
wave one of craft had happened, but like now we've got like 10,000 breweries mm. in the country. It's just like crazy. But so they had like Bud and Bud Light and Sam Adams and I think they probably had Sierra. And and I, I said, hey, do you, do you have anything else? Like I've, I've, I've tried all that stuff. And, and um, this older guy, Harry Walker, was um, in the corner. He said, give the kid a Gansett. Oh! And I was just like, holy cow, like Narragansett is still around. And it was, you know, it was owned by Pabst at the time. And, and, and it just, um, I was just so kind of intrigued by the whole thing. And the more people I talked to, they were like, yeah, you got to bring Narragansett beer back. And it just, it was, yeah, it just took on a life of its own, really. Yeah, it lost a little of its, um, I, I felt as like a Rhode Islander, it lost a little of its luster when it like wasn't being made here anymore. And it like didn't have that same story. Yeah. Uh, Cause I like, I used to drink Narragansett. I don't really drink beer anymore because I have an issue with beer um, personally, but uh, I used to drink it. Uh, we'd go to like Ocean Mist. Yeah. And we'd get like the tall, <laughs> the tall boy Narragansett lights. And yeah. Yeah. That was a, a big one for me in, in uh, college years. So yeah. Uh, we used to love it, but everybody used to say the same thing. Like they got to bring Narragansett back. So, yeah, I mean, that must've been a long kind of road to get that. So, to uh, 16 years. Yeah. 2005. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got together with Bill Anderson, who was the last brewmaster at the, uh, Cranston brewery and he had the old recipe. And, and so we took that up to, uh, the old Genesee brewery up in Rochester, New York. And, and so they've been making it for us and, um, it's, it's been quite a journey. It's, it's, um. We kind of got off to a quick start in Rhode Island, but you know, most people around here just don't realize we sell a ton of beer in, in um North Carolina, South mm. Carolina, Florida, DC, up and down the East Coast. So it's um it it it's really it it's been great. I mean, we're top thirty brewer in the country right now. So. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And you're so obviously this is it's not the you know, you can't be like, oh, I started working there. And then it it's not, an, I'm sure it's not an easy pathway. Like I'm sure there was a lot of obstacles, even like your, the, your location on Fox Point. I'm sure getting that, lo like securing that location and building it out. I'm sure all that is like very difficult. But as someone who is, I'm not a beer drinker because I, I have the taste of a, I like anything that's like sweet. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I but my husband is a avid beer drinker and he loves, we explore all the, um, the different breweries and different, you know, f I know fl flavors is like the wrong way to put it, but right. I don't styles style. Thank you. Yes. Styles. And, um, we love that we can come to Narragansett and like, well, one thing that I love that I'll thank you for is the fact that you guys always have Yacht Club Soda there that yeah. I can enjoy. Yeah. So I feel like I'm part of the great, you know what I mean? I'm not sipping on like plain water. I have like my little glass bottle. Right. That's a local like, favorite. Oh my God. And it, and yeah. it just, it's nice because it's part of like the, because sometimes you go to a brewery and I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to You should get here. that guy on your podcast. What, Yacht Club? Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. We Thanks. should get Yacht Club. Yeah, Thank is. you, Mark. You're welcome. We'll credit you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mention you when he comes in. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. But I, I love that. Um, and I, and I, I'm, I'm the type of person where I appreciate the people who are putting their lives into Rhode Island to make our state so great. And I think that what you've done is bring i mean i don't know if if saying and you can correct me like bringing back narragansett like i don't know if that's the phrase but it does feel like over the last few years it feels like it's very it's it feels local yeah like it feels really close to our rhode island hearts you right know? and that's what's so important about the the, the new brewery it, mm. it just kind of finishes everything we 
kind of set out to do and, and puts us onto a kind of a different path where, um, you know, as, as you were mentioned, like our, our head brewer, Lee Lord, she's just amazing in the, in the breadth of beers that she has been putting out with, with just specialty lagers, um, you know, our Bohemian pills, the, um, the sour program that we've got there now with the, um, you know, we had the, uh, we've got a blackberry basil on tap now. And yeah, and the cucumber lime was a huge hit this summer. So yeah. we'll continue to do that. And then, you know, so many people like double IPAs. She's she's making some great ones. So it's... um, She's also really cool. And she is also cool. Yeah, like she much was one of our uh, Who to Watches uh, in Providence Monthly right. last year. Yeah. Yeah, I got to talk to her, photograph her, all that stuff. Yeah. She's a really cool cool yeah. person. Yeah. No, she, and that, that was, you know, something that was really important for us, not... Not only having someone who make can make great beer, but also s- someone who can just tell that story and, mm. and engage with people. And mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, shit, I don't think she left the brewery for our Oktoberfest. She was oh wow in in costume the whole time. Oh, that's so fun! <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did so. you guys um, connect to to do this brewery uh, Narragansett thing together? You know what? Um, this whole Narragansett thing has just been like this weird serendipitous journey and that's and, nice though yeah that's and, so nice. and so it was a friend of a friend and mm. and she was um she was living in providence but commuting up to um cambridge at oh, the time wow. and, and was looking for a change and and um i remember we met at uh ogie's trailer park and had a tall boy and immediately hit it off and and it was uh off to the races. I, well, I love Oki's Trailer Park, so the fact that that's where you met. And, yeah. And I feel like Gansett has like a style to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sort of like local, sort of like drink it in your backyard. It's, yeah. you know, it's it feels like it brings people together. And I yeah. feel like Oki's Trailer Park definitely brings people together. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like the perfect marriage. I yeah. love that. And that's what we've tried to create at, mm. at the brewery too. I, I think it's, it's, it's amazing to watch just the the tremendous breadth of people who are there from neighborhood to tourists mm. to young to old um college kids to just you know i affectionately say old timers i don't mean any offense to anybody but uh i mean shit i'm starting to be close to an old timer <laughs> um but but yeah it, it it's really really cool mm, my favorite people like the demographic that i've seen at narragansett are the puppies yes There's lots of puppies so many generally well-behaved always i've never yes. seen an unwell-behaved puppy yeah. and i'm the type of person if i see a puppy i'm sorry even if you're an antisocial person i'm pet- i'm petting them. Yeah. i always ask first but the last time i was there i think we were like on our way out in a Brian, my husband made like a beeline to the door because it was getting really busy. Yeah. And I was like a ping pong, like puppy, puppy, puppy. Like yeah. I couldn't stop. They were so cute. Yeah, yeah it's cool. one of the cool things with uh, breweries. You know, like we had, I believe before we started uh, recording, we were talking about I have a dog that I pretty much bring with me everywhere I possibly can. Yeah. If the place we're going allows dogs, my dog is coming. He's right. coming. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. it's it's funny. It's it, there's so many people around Metro Providence will go to india point park to walk their dogs mm-hmm. and I, I you know we're we don't, we've only been open six months or so and, and people are like holy cow there's a brewery across the street and oh i can bring my dog there and it's great beer and and, and you can play cornhole you can play cornhole you you, can, there's so much the thing that's cool about that too is i feel like more than really any other place in the city there's so much space yeah so like in if you have a i'm not saying it's always like this but if you have a group of you know 
10 friends they want to meet up, you might not get a table, but you usually can find like a little area to stand because there's so much room to feel comfortable and yeah. and not feel like you're on top of each other. Yeah. No, our capacity is is 300, but mm. when, when it's nice out and the patio's, patio's open, you know, we can, we could fit 500 people in there wow. and, and still be comfortable. So um, it's a, it's a great space and especially, you know, post COVID, right? Like people don't want to be like jammed together. Yeah, in a, totally. In like a basement or something like that. So. Yeah. Every time I've been, we've, it's been like pretty good weather. So we've sat outside and it's so nice to be like in the sun yeah. and, but just watching like the cornhole and the dogs. Um. Anyway, I need to know what your favorite beer is. My favorite beer is, is, is kind of, I'm a lager guy. Mm. And, and so I always sort of naturally gravitate towards those, but I've been really surprised, um, by the sours that we're doing because mm. it's it's um it's not something I would have necessarily like jumped after but um I drink everything there so and and I it, they're just strangely refreshing I don't mm. I don't really know how it works it's but it's that's I, a common like thread because that's the yeah. same thing you said about grape aid yeah maybe, maybe well, the next sour is grape aid <laughs> yeah, well that that's a that's a really good idea hey um <laughs> we might have to uh We'll work Sasha into that. <laughs> now, now you've got me distracted. <laughs> My wife accuses me of of, of having uh, attention. Oh, we issues. us too. Don't yeah. worry about yeah. it. This, this uh, podcast so. tends to go on a lot of tangents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're a always lot. like, wait, where are we now? Like the waterfall in uh, Slater's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, Slatersville in general. Who knew yeah. that that was a town? No yeah. one. No one knew. I don't. I still don't think it is. Um, I'm so, sure, all your listeners in Slatersville are pretty excited right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, all like 20 houses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're pumped. Um, so lagers are your favorite, and you tend to like the sours that you've been making. Mm-hmm. Before you worked at Narragansett, were you as well-versed? I'm, I'm sure you've gotten a ton of education working there now, but do you, you said that you were always a beer lover. Yeah. Did you know before you worked at Gansett, like a, like a lot about beer, or did you just are were you just like, oh, I'll get whatever's there sort of situation? Um. I wouldn't say I was like on the leading edge of new, you know what I mean? Mm. I, I, um, you know, refreshing has come up a, a couple times in this. <laughs> and, and so that's just, you know, just a, a hot summer day mm. drinking beer and, mm. and ice cold can with the koozie is, is kind of oh, man. Where that's I not know, happening for I a know. while. So yeah, and you're, that, he- you're heading into like stout and porter season. Mm. Right. But so even that, like come by the brewery and have our porter because it, it, you know, it's black as night, but mm. you drink it and it's like got great flavors and it it just doesn't wear you down. You mm. know what I mean? It's very, uh, it's very drinkable and light on the palate in a weird sort of way. Yeah, when did, um, that was going to be one of my questions. When did uh, the branch off of like, because for the longest time I remembered, all I knew about was Narragansett and Narragansett Light. Yeah. And then like the Del Shandy started coming out and the, uh, the autocrat uh, stout. Uh, and like kind of the branch off into like different realms outside of just your classic Narragansett. Yeah. What is that actually a new, a relatively new thing or was that something they were always doing and I wasn't really aware of it? Well, so we, um, you know, way back when Narragansett, before craft beer, right. All the regional brewers were the craft brewers. So mm-hmm. Narragansett dominated New England and we had a Porter dating back to 1908 or something like that. And a Bach that goes back to the thirties. Uh, and, and we always had the Oktoberfest festivals at the brewery. So mm-hmm. we had all that stuff. And then when we got Narragansett back, we started doing those things again. So those have always sort of been out there. 
But now it, it's gone to a whole nother level with the brewery. And, you know, to be honest with you, we're, we're trying to figure out kind of like, how does it all work? Because, you know, if you're from Philly and you come up here for the summer, you're really only, like you just said, you're really only used to seeing the lager. And then like, wow, there's this great New England double IPA on tap and, and, and sours. And, and so like, we're just trying to figure out like how this all comes together in in a cohesive voice i guess mm. which which is kind of a fun part mm. you know? yeah. part of the challenge i guess yeah. do yeah. you obviously narragansett narragansett light you can buy like pretty much anywhere i would assume yeah so the newer more sort of innovative like different realms that you're checking out are those things that you can buy at liquor stores or at yeah the, so locally like, and like nationwide yeah so really um and this is where we're kind of like thinking ahead for next year and, and how we really sort of position ourselves in stores. But uh, our Music Express, which, um, you know, just a, a, a great beer with a great story named after Rocky Point, which is, I don't know what, three miles from here or something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, so that's in all liquor stores and a lot of places on tap. And then we've our double IPA, first uh, weekend origami, and then we're... Um, Launching a new beer Wi-Fi password. Ooh, I like yeah. that name. Yeah. Thanks. What's your Wi-Fi password? Exactly. I need to know it. I <laughs> no. need to know now. It's, it, it's so funny. Jamie, uh, who works in the brewery, came up with the name. He's like, isn't it going to be so funny where people are going to be walking up to the bar and say, can I have a Wi-Fi password? <laughs> that is very funny. That is yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. That's of course, gonna... our Wi-Fi doesn't have a password, but that's that's a totally different You should story. create one and it should be Wi-Fi password. Yes. Like make a Wi-Fi password that is... The Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi password. password. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd and be then, like this circular loop. Yeah. And then people are like, why do all of a sudden I want this beer called Wi-Fi password? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, um, besides beer, I'm going to um, turn this for one second. Do you drink uh, like hard liquor? Um, Not a ton. Mm. No, that stuff gets you in trouble, I think. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, We had. Um, Out there starting fights and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know like if you're going to be like if you have a few martinis, are you going to be happy? Yeah. Are you going to be sad? Are you you have a mean? few martinis? I that don't. applies three. Oh, my God. I don't. Yeah. I, have, a, <laughs> I have. You do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> I have one Give glass a, of wine. Give me a good and espresso I'm... martini and somebody's driving me home. Yeah. We, um, we were lucky enough to have um, Manya from Isco. Yeah. Um, she's great. She, oh, my God. She's so oh I love talking to her. Um, but she brought some liquor for us to try. And uh-huh. I am not a big drinker, like at all. Yeah. And by the time it was done, I was like, I don't know if I can work the rest of the day. I need yeah. to take a nap. Yeah. And I'm like, this, but it was it, I mean, they were so she's great. Her products are amazing. And I obviously we love to keep things local. So I was just curious because you're such an avid beer drinker and you know so much about beers, if there's like a go-to like cocktail that you have. Like if you're if you're at like a wedding or you know at an event and you're like, hmm. I like a good gin and tonic or a mm. bourbon and ginger. You know, okay. those are nice. Some classics. Yep, yeah, classic. some classics. I love that. Nothing crazy. Um those were my favorite when I was a bartender and I first started learning how to bartend because you know I had these flashcards where I learned like 60 different like classic cocktails and then you realize most people come up they're like oh i have a captain and coke right or like yeah i'll have a, a yeah. whiskey and ginger ale yeah and i'm like why did i spend all that time <laughs> oh, yeah. learning all those classic cocktails Making my ties everybody's just doing call out drinks yeah, yeah no kidding they're so much easier and they're they're delicious yeah um so because you've been in rhode island for you know you grew up here you left for a little but we won't hold that against you it's right. okay i did too nick stayed but 
Um, do you still what, here? <laughs> what is your favorite um, for you and your family? Like, where are your favorite restaurants? Like, do you have a go-to in the city or in Middletown? What are your favorites? Wow, that's a good question. It's a hard one. Or do you I have know. like a favorite restaurant area? Yeah, mm. well, I'm kind of all over the map because I I work in Providence mm. with such a great scene and live in basically Newport with mm. another great another scene. great scene. Yeah, so um, and and so you know I. I love like a Tuesday night that the kids and the, the family will get Mission Burger. Mm. And then those are just great burgers. And then at yeah, work, Chomp in uh, Fox Oh my Park God. Is, they've got a great burger too. They're, you, know, so. you can't, I can't, I'm a vegetarian, so I've never eaten any of their burgers, but I've seen them and I've been there and I've gotten, I, I think they do like a grilled cheese or something. I can't yeah. remember. It was months ago. Um, but it's, I can't even believe you can eat that. Yeah. Like it's so del- it's so beautiful and like the way it is positioned. There's stuff coming out of the bun. Yeah. It's so pretty. I'm like, how do you eat that? Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's like, good. It's like, is it? Do you have a? Because they have like a mac and cheeseburger there, right? That's like a one of their staples. I haven't tried that yet. No. Ooh, yeah. I'm giving you more ideas. I know. I know. It is. Enough. And today's Tuesday. Well, you said. Um, Why? What happens on Tuesday? Didn't you say sometimes on a Tuesday? Like, oh yeah, for Mission Burger. Yeah. Mission Burger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you can. I'm sure, maybe I they'll can do put. Job. Yeah, I guess. That. Although a lot of these guys aren't open on Tuesdays anymore. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Mondays uh, and Tuesdays. I feel like if well, it's I... also the big shortage of yeah. labor and yeah. everybody, nobody was hit harder than restaurants. Mm. And, right. I mean, I, I, some places could sell their stuff to go and things like that, but man, this really kicks some restaurant butt this, mm. uh, this pandemic. And then I love Portuguese cuisine. <gasps> you d- Are you yeah. Portuguese? No, I'm German. But, oh, um, okay. You know, East Providence is obviously super Portuguese. Super Portuguese, and Odenish is is pretty good right Ooh, there in the heart of the city. Oh, that's so, so fun! Yeah. I asked because my family is Portuguese. Is that right? Yeah, but I always joke that we're like. I mean, my family is the best. I love them to death. But we're the worst when it comes to like being Portuguese because, like, I don't remember ever tasting like a Portuguese meal my entire life. Well, here's the true test. Tell me. When you were growing up, did yeah. you have a kitchen in your basement? No. Yeah, see, you didn't. Yeah, you're, I think you're my, second generation Portuguese my or gran- third, maybe. My grandparents came when when they bought their house. I think they were of the you know there was that time when like if you were Portuguese, you had Portuguese speaking parents. You were like, yeah, we're gonna be all American. Like we're gonna not show that we have any like accents or yeah. we cook any funky food. Like yeah. we're gonna be so. I mean, my grandfather was a delivery boy for Wonder Bread. Like yeah. how all American do you get? Not so much I, more. I know. So I think. Um, but I always joke because I'm like, yeah, my grandparents are from East Providence. We're Portuguese, like all this stuff. But they're like, oh, have you ever had like this dish? And I'm like, Casserola? no, I don't know what Not that the- means. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, for do you, shame. Do you, do you speak Portuguese? Nah, I, yeah. I have no. Oh, my God. That's all I know. And I yeah. learned that working in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Not from anyone else. I only know that one from a TV show. From a TV I'm, show? I'm not Portuguese. So. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. definitely not. No, but it, that's. Like, you know, they cook a lot of, like, seafood and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, now that I'm older, mm. like, I need to, like, embrace this. But you I don't should. know where to start. My start dad... with the octopus. Oh, no. I yes. don't think so. Oh, no. You can be a pescatarian instead of vegetarian. <laughs> oh, no. And the funniest part is that my father is a chef, but he's an Italian chef. So mm-hmm. even him, I'm like, can we get some Portuguese food in here? Yeah. And he's like, no, here's a beautiful chicken parm. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I'll take a beautiful chicken parm. Yeah, same. This is, you know, this is not fair. I want to. So you're German? Yes. Are you, did you grow up with like a lot of German influence? Is that uh, part of why you like German beer? Do you no, like German Irish? food? I do like German food, like, yes. like a nice wurst. Yeah, bratwurst mm-hmm. with extra sauerkraut, Ooh. German mustard. It's delicious, yeah. Have you been Wiener to the schnitzel, Wiener worst, schnitzel. Worst kitchen? Wor- the worst kitchen in 
uh, Providence in, on the east side? No. So Chez Pascal, it's a restaurant on Hope oh, yeah. Street. They have a little, it's called The Worst Kitchen, and they are worsts and bratwursts. Yeah, and no, like, I got to check that out. That's just around the corner from the brewery. Yeah, so. they used yeah. to be the one, was it inside the Dean Hotel? Yeah. That they used to do yeah. like bratwursts. And, mm. mm-hmm. Man, that was good. And they have like the like a good like spicy brown mustard to serve with it. Yeah. And, oh, God. Do you work it. in Providence every day? Like, do you have to yeah. be in that office every day? Yeah, pre-COVID, I used to travel a lot mm. um, selling beer. But um, since COVID and since the brewery, I'm pretty much there every day. What is, like, your day-to-day life at the brewery? Like, are you more so, like, um, operations or are you managing, like, a million different things? Like, what is that like? I'm pretty much managing a million different things. You know, it's <laughs> it's uh, it, 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 there are a lot of moving mm. parts, you know. Mm. And so we're... I I always lose track of this, but I think we're Narragansett's available in twenty something states. Oh wow! So we've got like sixty distributors and mm. you know ten salespeople. So like managing that whole business is is a is a full time job. And then um, you know I've got Aaron is a great GM at the at the tap room, and and Lee and Tony do an awesome job running the brewery. So. I don't have to do a, a ton there. It's more um, you have just a great team, a great team, and just mm. really like guiding the team and mm. keeping them on, on on a path. That's awesome. Normal years, do you have a lot of uh, like conventions and stuff to do as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Used to be a lot of that kind of stuff, or just you know visiting distributors and and getting them to sell more beer. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I miss that, you know, because it's it's um, we would go to you know just some of the best, coolest little restaurants and bars all over the mm. east coast so mm, that is yeah. really cool yeah was there ever before the fox point and this could be a, a, a silly question but before the fox point in the last like 10 years or so was there a narragansett brewery that you could actually go to and like sit and get get a gansett no okay so this is like the this was our yeah your baby like, since 2005 is like yeah wow we okay. did i did it completely backwards like <laughs> <laughs> we're like the only one to build a brand first but i mean that's where you know narragansett has been around since 1890 so mm. it was it was uh well and when back when it was first established was like having a tap room at your brewery that people wouldn't drink at like really a thing uh it, it or is that like a new thing it's kind of a new thing i mean so when i started there were i think 2200 breweries in the country mm-hmm. and um most of them were brew pub restaurants like mm-hmm. Trinity Brew House or something mm. like that. And then it just really started exploding. And, you know, like I said, there's like 10,000 today yeah. across the country. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. and it's when, cause we've talked to a few um, brewers and we've talked to um, like distillers. And it's interesting because because I'm not like an, a, I don't know too much about beer. I'm in the realm of like, oh, there, if there's so many breweries, like that's got to be hard to have a brewery. But then I was explained to that, like every brewery is like completely different. Like yeah. they offer different things. Their recipes are going to be different. Their um, their uh, inspiration is going to be different. Yeah. You know, some someone is inspired by like German beers where others might be more, I don't know, Irish beer. You know, like yeah. it's, well, I mean, you think so about different. it, there's a lot of breweries, 10,000, but what are they, 370 million people? Yeah. So it's yeah. not that many. that's true uh, and we have i think for us i'm trying to think of the right way to put this but like we're a little jaded to breweries because there's so many of them like Mm. even between in the northeast i would say yeah like rhode island has quite a few and then you go up to like maine and new hampshire and massachusetts and i don't think 
most parts of the country have that many breweries that close, except for like maybe some tourist types Correct. of areas. Yeah. No, it's pretty dense in the Northeast, um, Pacific Northwest, San Diego, Colorado, for sure. Yeah, but there then, were a lot. I was in, I've been, went to Portland at one point and they yeah. had quite a few in that area yeah, in tons. Oregon. Do you yeah. have a fave like brewery that you visited outside of the state? Whew, that's a tough one. I know. Well, I tried to be outside of the state, so at least you don't have to <laughs> yeah. consider anybody in Rhode Island. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, who is... Because um... you said Magic Hat. You worked with Magic Hat. Is that a brewer? Is that a brewery or is that just... That's a brewery, but mm. they've been sold and bought and sold. Um, mm. God, put me on the spot on this one. <gasps> I'm I would, sorry. Um, you know what's pretty cool is uh, Noda down in um, in North Carolina. That oh. Was, that was cool. They kind of... Um, Urban Artifact is a uh, it's a sour only brewery in mm. Cincinnati. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really. I think I've had unique. that before. Yeah, the name rings a bell. Yeah. Um, what else? I feel like um, out of all the beers that I've ever tried, sours are always the ones that I'm like, I could learn to like this one. Yeah. They always have like a good like I like it when it's made like you were saying like you had like was it blueberry and basil yeah or like a watermelon I feel like with those like you can kind of taste the fruit a little bit in it right. so it, it feels less like whenever I drink like or I take a sip or try like an IPA or like one of those it just feels not enjoyable <laughs> yeah well <laughs> where <laughs> well the other stuff is going to be like you might have like like hints of fruit mm. in something, yeah. but like something like a sour or like, I mean, you push it all the way to a shandy. Mm. Like that's where you actually taste, it tastes fruit. Oh yeah. yeah. Shandies you know? are cool. I yeah. feel like I've had a shandy before. Do you, you have a Dell's beer. Yeah, we have the Dell's shandy. I've had that and I've actually liked that. Yeah. I think you, you might shun me for saying this. I'm pretty sure I had it over ice. Possibly. Is that weird? It's not weird. And, and as a matter of fact, um, some people will pour it on ice and then put like a, uh, Oh gosh, like an iced tea flavored vodka. Oh, floater in there, and so it's it's kind of like a, a half and half. Great yeah, idea. Before, yeah. You've done that before. Yeah. Oh my god, that's it's really a great refreshing, idea. And delicious. Yeah, I mean, there you can't get any more Rhode Island than like having a Gansett and drinking a Dell's yeah. in one yeah. <laughs> in one yeah. beverage. That was actually going to be one of the questions I had because I assumed, um, I assumed those came as part of like uh, probably one because it's a great idea. Uh, but also like as part of your in reintegration into the state, um, yeah. Like, kind of trying to find some things that uh, embrace and kind of at, get, you, get you back in. At the time, uh, brewery collaborations were kind of a hot thing, and so we didn't have a brewery, and we were just kind of sitting around thinking like, how do we tap into this sort of idea but do it in our own way? And and that's where we actually started with. Autocrat, Autocrat, and yeah. we did the uh, Autocrat coffee milk stout, which is that's so cool. Yeah, it's on tap right now. If you come by the brewery, oh yep. man! So we bring that back every fall, early winter, and and then we're like, oh man, what else can we do in Rhode Island? And so we we did the Dells. That's been mm. huge for us. We did a uh, an Alley's double chocolate porter. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. I would. I think I could get on well, with and that. It, like. You know, the, you can get frozen lemonade in a lot of places. Dell's is our frozen lemonade. Right. But coffee milk doesn't, you don't get much more Rhode Island than coffee no, milk. No. Like you can go a, a state over and ask for coffee milk and they don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> They're yeah. like, wait, you want milk for your coffee? And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Then we're going to do what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then we have the ultimate collaboration coming this spring, which is going to be a, a hot wiener seltzer. Oh my God. See that? A seltzer. Well, first of all, I love seltzers. Yeah. That I can get 100% behind a seltzer. Is that real? A hot wiener seltzer? 
I mean, I would try it. I could, I mean, I'm sure I could get, first of all. Oh, it's sound awful. I'm, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Listen, if you're passionate about something and you think that it's great and you, and you know how to make it and you're like, please try this. And as long as it doesn't have meat in it, I'll try it. All right. I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> now you actually have to do I that. I mean, why the heck not? Well, yes. You're just kidding. No, we announced it. And if I, I don't As know, April Fool's? No, we announced it probably like three weeks ago. And if we got enough likes or whatever, we're going to do it. We're going to do it? Shot. I'll make sure yeah. I like it. Yeah. I wish I could double oh. like on Instagram. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. So we were talking about Isco earlier. They're doing- um, An oyster. An oyster vodka. Is that what it was? Which I actually got to try this weekend. Oh, yeah. And it was amazing. Like that one, I was like, okay, you know, there's two flavors you might not think to put together, but you know, salty and- Yeah. Like that makes sense. Like I would be so interested in what a hot wiener well, you got <laughs> seltzer oniony, like. celery, salt <laughs> Don't go on a first date and drink those. Oh, no. <laughs> that would do be you, very interesting. Do you guys make I'd a seltzer? So we actually do have a seltzer coming out, uh, I think, in two weeks. Oh. Actually, by the time this airs, it'll probably be. Yeah, it'll be. It definitely will. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm speaking to my future self. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We just did a seltzer. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. That's so exciting. It's terrific. But um, So by the time you're listening to this, go grab a seltzer at the Gansett Brewery in Fox Point. (laughs) No, but I think it's it's in part for people like you, right, Mm. Sasha, who don't necessarily want to go for a beer, but... um, so it, they're gluten free and super. Oh, for Nick too. Yeah, I'll say yeah. that that's my part because I will still. I, I I shouldn't eat gluten. I get all kinds of bad reactions from it. Uh, but like my friends will every once in a while I'll just say screw it. I'll yeah. Go find a uh, brewery and have like a stout or a mm. porter or like I'll go all in on yeah. one. <laughs> and you pay uh, for it. Oh yeah, and I pay the price. Uh, but the cool thing with that would be like somebody like me could go there and not have to deal with all that mm. uh, because uh, most uh, breweries can't serve anything they don't make mm. correct so like uh that's why you don't see anything but the but a beer and mm. you can't you're not going to do a gluten-free beer unless you're a gluten-free brewery because that would mean you'd have to have a, like a completely separate brewing area right. and like so like, i think you guys doing a a seltzer is a great idea yeah uh, and that they're was refreshing a cool, cool thing yeah. going to the the guild which They'd have like uh, Willie Super Brew yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had something that if you had somebody in your group that couldn't drink beer, mm-hmm. they could. They could I take love that. Um, I need to know too. Now we now that we're back on beers and breweries and stuff like that. What made you guys decide to go to Fox Point? Like, what was that decision like? <laughs> um, it was the easiest decision in the world. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because the space was available. The space. Be- we we had been looking for a couple years hmm. and. Um, uh when the space became available it was um it was just like a no-brainer mm. really and um i mean it's just got it's it's the ultimate location it's it's water views on the waterfront adjacent to a 77 acre park mm. on the 13 something mile east bay bike path all the way down to bristol about 100 feet from the 95 or 195 on ramp yeah um, and plus you have parking which is we have parking it's amazing. next to brown and risd <laughs> yep. and jaywoo and, and you're near DC, a hotel too we have a hotel next door you're it's, right that was a no-brainer yeah that was and did you build um like from the ground up or was there already a structure there and you just made it your own so there was a structure there and um, basically one big giant rectangle mm. and so we took down the south facing wall Mm-hmm. And a portion of the east facing wall to 
you know, put in those overhead garage doors that we have and really mm -hmm. kind of open it up to the patio. Um, but the, the floor was, you know, basically what it is right now and, and ceiling is what it is. So it, it, it's almost like it was kind of made for us. Mm. It feels when. when you're there, it feels like, um, like it feels like you're in a place that brews beer. Yeah. You know, it feels comfortable and cozy and it feels like, you know, I feel like if you go to a bar to get a cocktail, that's a certain vibe. Yeah. Right. Like you might be on a date or you might be like after work. I feel like a brewery and from what we've learned from a lot of of the local like breweries and distilleries and vineyards that we've talked to is like the common thread is community yeah because you can go to a brewery you know you have a common thread you know that you either love the beer you love the people who work there or you love the location right because why else would you be you know what i'm saying like you could go anywhere you're at this brewery for those reasons yeah so you can talk about things you know you can just bring together community and feel it's a little more casual like it's not you don't ever step into a brewery and think like oh this is uptight in here like yeah. it always feels very easygoing you can have a conversation you can ask i mean i've asked i'm sure the bartenders at uh our beer tenders at um narragansett Probably have rolled their. No, I'm just kidding. They've never rolled their no. eyes. But I'm sure in their head they're like, Which "Oh boy." One? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, but anytime I've ever gone into a brewery, having a lot of questions and asking a lot of questions uh, and asking a lot about like certain things, anytime I'm at Narragansett or the Guild or wherever I am, everyone's always like, "Hey, we all love beer. I want to. I want you to love beer. I'm not gonna be mad at you if you don't like something. I just want to find something that you're gonna like." Yeah. And I feel like that, you know, that vibe is so cool. And I think that too could be why this whole like craft brewing thing became such a popular craze because so many people love beer. Yeah. But and no I'd, I'd take that one step further and, mm. and just say like how, how many products can you actually interact with anymore? You know mm. what I mean? So much comes from overseas and to be able to go in there and see how something is made and know that it's, it's all done right there in front of you in, in that, place just gives the place really a, a special meaning I, I think in in kind of the the psyche of of people totally. whether whether you like beer or not you know what I mean I, mm. I think we, so many people come in as part of a group mm -hmm. and you know like you have a yacht club soda or, or a water or we've got non-alcoholic beer there too so oh. it's, yeah so it's um it, it it's really it, it's a real experience and, and I, I think people love it yeah, and like you said, you can like I would bring my mom there or yeah. my brother there. Like I or, you know, Nick and I and the work people could go there. Like there's any type of person that goes there is gonna feel welcome, is gonna feel like they're kind of part of the family. Mm -hmm. And like what you just said, I didn't even think about it until you just said it. Like especially the last few years, everyone's like, shop local, shop local, shop local. Yeah. Breweries is shopping local. I like I, I didn't even It's the ultimate. Yeah, yeah. It's I didn't even like put those two things together because you know, I think part I mean, for me, because I don't drink beer, I'm like, oh, brewer's like a restaurant. It's like, you know, but it is. It's like nine times out of ten, if you go to a brewery, you're going to take home beer with you. Yeah. You're going to take home the one you like the most or the one that you didn't get to try. And you get to bring it home and share oh, it with geez. your friends. And um, it is really like the ultimate shop local. Yeah. Man, it's all it's full circle here. Yeah, you're you're so local that you're like you can see it. <laughs> yeah, you can it's smell it. It's literally being made behind <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, so you, the beer that's made at Fox Point, is that beer then shipped everywhere or does that stay in Fox Point? So we will, we ship that to distributors as well. So mm. you can get, you know, like I said, the Music Express or the Double IPAs or mm -hmm. those beers. 
in liquor stores. Mm. Um, you know, Pizza Marvin has our fresh catch on draft right around the corner. Nice. So, yeah. I love Pizza Marvin. Yeah, it's, oh my it's god. Great. I had like this pizza there once. It had like lemon on it. Huh. Like it was like a lemon ricotta pizza. And Ooh. if you you know, sometimes you read something and you're like, there's no way I'm gonna like, like lemon that. zest on it. Like yeah. like uh the the hot wieners. Seltzer. Yeah. You're like, there's no way I'm gonna like this. And yeah. then you try it and you're like, damn. Yeah, that was pretty good. Those flavors really work. Yeah. <laughs> that onion with that seltzer really yeah. works. <laughs> I can sign up for this. Um, no, I uh I'm very much looking forward to trying your seltzer in the future. Cool. When this drops, hopefully. Be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have any exciting plans? Yeah, so our our anniversary is December 29th. So that'll be uh what will that be? That will be 131 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah, because 18 90. 90. And then I read, and this could be false, maybe I read it incorrectly. Did Narragansett close at, in like 1882 or something? No. No, or some, in 18, I don't know. I read something that was like, there was a weird, like in the early beginnings, there was like a weird. There was like a start and a stop from like 18. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, it's so long ago. Some Mm. of the history is a little fuzzy, but I think they they did a little something in 1888, I think. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We all just kind of. Go with eighteen ninety. Yeah, that's perfect. That's yeah. let's start from the beginning. Yeah. And you um like we were talking about in two thousand and five when you came over to Narragansett, it really was like a huge transition in the beer drinking of the United States in general. Yeah. Because people were just so quick to jump to, like you were saying, you were at the bar and there was like a Budweiser, a Miller Light, uh yeah. it wasn't like it was like peak not craft. And yeah. then it went to the complete other way. Yeah. And you freaking went in there and took that journey and now look. I know. Amazing. It's pretty cool. Well, it's, you also, <laughs> the, it changed things where <clears throat> I feel like even when I first started drinking, which wasn't that long ago, 11 years ago, give or take. Mm. Um, when you'd go into most bars, it was like. 11 years ago. So what are you, 27? Uh, that fast math was incorrect. Uh, yeah. No, wait. No, I would have okay. been. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Is that is that right? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, he's messing with it. Oh, okay, good. I can't do math. <laughs> Which is I'm what like, I thought he was doing with the wiener. He's flavored. 32. He's yes. 32. Wow, yeah. your yeah. fast math was. I was correct. like, man, I thought it was right. That was easy math. I'm so bad at math that I was like Not just ready me. to believe you. Um, what the hell was going? You could have oh, told yeah. me 20 so, years ago, and I would be like, oh yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> the the you you also noticed that what um the craft brewing kind of revolution did too was most restaurants used to walk into. I feel like, and they'd have like maybe four taps. Big time. Like not four things on tap, like four physical taps yes. at the bar. And now like it's pretty common for them to have 10 taps. Yeah, 10, 12, 20. 24. Yeah. yeah. And like that's a selling point now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So like it not only uh, changed like breweries, but it also added a new draw for different bars and restaurants that are carrying a wider array of local stuff to like, a new reason for people to go to those too. Yeah. So it kind of changed a lot of things. Yeah. It changed the landscape. Of, yeah. And of I'd, I'd even go one step further and it, it became, has become similar to wine where there's like menu pairings with mm. different mm-hmm. styles of beer and different food. And, yep. and so, yeah, it's, it's really, um it's really changed mm. dramatically. Totally. It's, um it's, it, it is cool too. Like you said, you go to a place and there's, Brian is a is a big beer drinker, like I mentioned. So you know, you see the million taps, and there isn't something that you know sparks this fancy. You look down at the cooler, and it's like all really fun looking beers with like one has like a mountain on it, one has a cat on it. Like there's like so yeah. many, and you're like, oh man, this is like it's like such a culture. Like beer yeah. is like such a thing, yeah. and there's so many options. 
I we live I live next door to a liquor store, and um, my, which one, campus or Madeira? Um, Eastside Wine and Spirits. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's um Hope the, Street side of the Hope city. Hope Street, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anytime I go in, Brian will gra- grab like a a beer that he knows he likes, and then it's like a fun game that we play that I will go around and find like a can that I like. And like, he'll get that one. He'll try that one. Because there's so many cute cans. There was this one can that has like a (laughs) snowy house on it. I don't know if he actually liked the beer, but I got to check it out. Beer can art became its own thing. Yes. Which was like a whole nother realm. so cool. It reminds me of like, uh, there would always be, back when we do like Pick'em Football Leagues, there would always be one person who's like significant other would pick for them. And they would just pick based on like what jersey they liked the Mm. best. Yeah. And like, that person would win more times than you. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they weren't putting like any thought into it. They're just like, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Or like what place they'd rather go on vacation or mm. something. Yeah. And like that person would always end up doing really well for no reason other than that was just drove you nuts, didn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah. It was awful. Everybody else is like racking their brain trying to figure yeah. out who to pick. And The first, um, so we at my house, we love to watch the Kentucky Derby. And I will never forget the first Kentucky Derby that we watched together when we first started dating. They there was like, you know, oh, how many horses? I don't even know how many horses. But I, there was one with like a really cute name. And I was like, put $5 on that one. And I ended up winning like $150. Wow. Because they won. Yeah. And it had like low and odds. It was a long shot. But the name was so cute. Yeah. And and Brian obviously was like, oh boy, what am I in for? Yeah, and then hilarious. that's been our life ever since. Were you since. drinking mint juleps at the time? Probably. Nice. Probably mint juleps. Probably having too many than I can, um, than I should have been having. And I was like, put money on horse and brian rolled his eyes and was like okay (laughs) sure if it's your five dollars says the woman with the hello kitty on her headphone (laughs) yeah she likes it it's a brand i'm a brand anything that's cute fun yeah you know brings me joy i like to live in this like happy space like all the time cute and fun refreshing and drinkable what about you nick what are your two words um <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for this line of interrogation. See that we flipped it on. I know. Uh, for me, it's usually like simple and clean. Okay. If All I'm right. looking like for like design wise, mm. simple and clean. Okay. okay. I like, like that's, that. That's what I'm gonna lean to every single time. All right. I am like the Apple branding style of perfect. Of like that's what I'm looking for. I was gonna use the word not in a bad way because I feel like this word can sometimes sound bad, but I mean it based on your style, neutral. I feel yes. like you're into the neutrals. Yeah, 100%. But simple is a better term. Yeah. I like that. Like this is me being crazy. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a, a gray fo- shirt. A forest green shirt on. <laughs> this, is, this is, oh my God, what's he wearing? Um, uh, I had a, uh, one more question that I was thinking of. Um, what is the conscious decision behind only doing 16-ounce cans versus the traditional like 12-ounce can? Because you guys like, uh, I could understand it because you know most um, craft brewing, uh, the you tend to lean toward the the tall boys. But I've always thought with like the just the standard lager and light that it was like, I always wondered what that decision process was. Was it just you know why bother with that extra canning machine or no? We do have the twelve ounce. You have thirty packs and twelve packs. But oh, it's really? oh it, yeah, you do. Yeah, but oh, it, I never it, even thought about that. Yeah. The, but the uh, the sixteen ounce can has sort of been our badge. Just, always when I got the brand it. back, it, that's what mm. people were drinking, and um, people just love them in bars. Like it, yeah. it it's a pint of beer, right? Mm. So yeah. it's it 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 makes sense. But um, shit, why do I do I drink twelve ounces when you can drink sixteen? That's, true. that's very true. That's yeah. funny. I didn't like 
I, I've totally gotten a 30 pack of Narragansett. Before. Yeah. And <laughs> With I the Jaws cans. Like, but yeah, I just ding, ding, always ding, ding, like. I that's funny that that's funny to hear though it. yeah that's funny like to hear. i associate you guys with the 16 ounce cans oh boy no matter what well that might go back to ocean mist when right i would uh, i would that's what they sold and that's what i got <laughs> you're like and no please give me a that's smaller what I thought, one but it was always like a good price yeah mm. and it was like i liked it the better than almost everything else they had and it was like well priced and i was like Pfft. Yeah. Drink these all no things. brain fantastic well with the bigger cans too it gives you some more design room because i yeah. feel like your cans are always really beautifully designed mm -hmm. um and they're always very clear like the dells i know obviously dells has its own branding but there's no like oh we can't fit both things on here like one right. has to be it's like very cohesive and it's very like you're very on brand and i think like yeah like you said if you're gonna get a 12 ounce might as well get a 16 right yeah. i mean come it's on yeah, we have 24 ounce cans if you want to get really crazy wow yeah. that's exactly. a that would need two hands to hold that yeah, exactly that's a big one yeah well i i'll, I'll <laughs> Where try do you sell it. the 24 ounce cans <laughs> i want a 24 you get those in like regular liquor stores yeah no credit no i want yeah. a 24 ounce can of wiener seltzer Hot wiener seltzer. Okay. Please. Oh God. Okay. That's the only thing I want in this life. I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> we'll make one. Perfect. Yeah, for you. <laughs> I'll, you. Listen, I'll try. I'll give you honest feedback. I'll be okay. like this. I taste the celery salt a little too much yeah. in this batch. You can, it a little you can bit. You can brew with Lee. You guys can knock it out. I know. I, I do want to meet Lee. I've heard so many wonderful things about yeah. Lee. And then like Nick said, she was in our Who to Watch for um, our last Providence Monthly's Who to Watch. And I got to obviously read the article. And I was like... She is freaking a cool person. Yeah, she's dynamite. Like I, it, she just seems all around like nice, fun, knowledgeable, cool. Yep. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Yep. Well, Lee, come her. on our show next. Yeah. We'll do. I was going to drag her along, but she's brewing today. Oh come on! Yeah, sorry. That's not fair. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks, Lee, for brewing beautiful beers. Yeah. We appreciate you. <laughs> um, and I don't think we'll take too much more of your time. Um. It's been work. Yeah, what? we're almost up to an hour at this point. Wow. So. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Time flies. It, it really, really does. does. Yeah. It's any any person that we've had on, it's always like, oh my God, it's been an hour? Like it feels like five minutes. Yeah. Um, but we've gotten to cover some cool things. We got to know you better. Yeah. And uh, anybody, uh, well, this is usually Nick's thing, ask where to find. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we just wrap up by saying, you know, what's the best way to kind of keep up with what's going on? Is it your your website? Is it social media? Uh, what big events do you have coming up? This is like kind of your point to plug a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so social media is probably the best way. Either that or come by the brewery and, and have a pint. So, um, you know, Instagram is at Gansett PVD. And um, then our, our big page. So that's the brewery page. And then mm -hmm. our big page is um, uh, at Gansett Beer. And then uh, the website's got all our events. And um, yeah, we're pretty active. We pretty much post something almost every day. So you can always find out what's going on. Oh, my yeah. God. I just Very pulled nice. up your page and there's a beautiful, cute beer with a cat in it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it's that, so cute. Yeah. So that was for Halloween, I think. <gasps> I love that. Yeah. Their, your page is, I love your page because it's always like bright. There's always like fun things on it. Like yeah. it's it's very consumer friendly because it's like show me all the fun designs and beers and colors yeah. no, so brooke does an awesome job with oh that, cool so, yeah. shout out brooke yeah. um well thank you so much for being part of our beautiful show and our first round of interviews we're so happy that you came and gave us your time yeah i'm psyched that you guys are doing this because rhode island's just such an awesome awesome place and it's it's uh fantastic heck so, yeah we love it yeah, here in yeah we're, we're excited just to be able to get to know people yeah mm. you know uh, everybody knows businesses not everybody knows people right and this is a, just a cool opportunity to 
kind of get under the get under the hood yeah. of Rhode Island a little I love more, it. So yeah, baby. Well, All thanks, right. guys. It was great chatting. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>